today I'm going to go through with you guys one of the most important tools that could not be more overstated in management and anything to do with people actually. And it's a tool called an expectation setup. This is actually from my management course that I deliver. It's one of my most loved lessons and I wanted to share it with you. Let me find it. Mm -hmm. I can't fucking find it, yeah. Okay. So I first want to define what expectation means. I just looked up the word of the dictionary and it says an expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case. So when we start with an employee or uh, we hire someone new or someone gets appointed as someone's manager, there are always going to be these expectations that we have on each other. The employer is going to have expectations on the staff. The staff are going to have an expectation from the employer. And sometimes these are accurate and they end up coming true and sometimes they don't. And one of the biggest sources of staff member frustration that I have observed is not knowing what is expected of them. Now, what's interesting is that there is something called a hidden expectation. A hidden expectation is some idea you have about the role, person, output that is not communicated. So this could be something like you expected them to show up an hour early every day or stay an hour late. And when they didn't do that, you were upset with them, whether you told them or not. So it could be that you expect them to make you coffee while you work or clean the kitchen, even when it's not even their mess. Things that you feel you quote unquote, shouldn't have to tell them (laughs) often fall in this category. You may be aware you have them. You may not be aware that you have them, but I'm going to list some common hidden expectations that I've observed that managers and, and owners have with their staff. The first one is someone is paid X, which means they should know or do Y. That's false. That's not actually true. Uh, The next one is I told them this verbally, so they should know that from now on, or they should work as late as me. Otherwise they don't care or any great staff member would always do more than their job. So these weird expectations and ideas that we have that we don't communicate sets us up for a loss with that person that, that, that we're thinking that with. Now, they're very damaging ideas to have, not because you can't ask for them, but because they're not communicated. And so they can corrode a relationship without you realizing it. You can find yourself hating on someone. And when you think about it, you're like, oh, I expected them because we've got such an important job on right now that they should work till six and they want to leave at five. And now I don't like them. So it just corrodes the relationship without you realizing it. And it's not uncommon for a manager or owner to even act on these hidden expectations, like firing someone only to make a big mistake later they regret it and think oh actually I've had three other people in the role and it turns out that person was actually really good I was just pissed off that they didn't work late like me so this is both a micro and a macro concept like you have specific detailed day-to-day things that they didn't know were their job or that you needed from them but then you have macro ideas like what are they overall responsible for who do they report to and what is their title and their job It is your job to ensure that your team knows what's expected of them at all times. That's actually one of the hardest things about management is that 
I meet a lot of managers and business owners who assume that staff understand what's expected of them. That's part of the problem with hiring and resumes. You read a resume and someone says, I've been to university and done blah, or I've worked in this role for four years uh, with this title and here's my list of duties. And you read those and you go, great, this person's going to know exactly what to do. And then you put them in the role and they don't. And so I would say this is just one of the key breakdowns of a relationship between an employer and employee. You could even argue that violation of this concept of setting these expectations is a key reason that romantic relationships fail. When you think about it, was it known and agreed what was needed and wanted from each other at the start? You know, the rules on the household, the expectation on money, children, intimacy, these things when they go unspoken or those expectations don't get set, they always come around and bite you in the end, right? So the same works with a professional relationship. So I've created a term called an expectation setup and an expectation setup is a moment in time where both parties share their expectations to keep it really simple. Expectation setups are best done in a singular conversation followed by confirmation in writing. It's really important that a conversation is had, not just in writing because people just have different ideas of things when they read something and it really does take a two-way communication back and forth to really understand and make sure that they uh, share what their expectations are and you do as well and then if you once you've had that conversation the confirmation in writing wipes out any possibility of any miscommunication Uh, I firmly suggest that you always have a clear expectation set up on these three things number one what their specific role is So what they do day to day, what they're responsible for, what they're accountable for, what things are you going to hold them to account for and their title and who they report to and so on. So that's their role. Number two is on each project or client that they're working on. So you could have a role in general, but there might be specific projects in their role. And at the start of each of those projects, or if they start with a new client, you should have expectations known and agreed at the start of that. And then three, overall, what you expect from them, how they operate and how they communicate as a staff member. It seems very simple, very, very elementary. But when I get called and asked for advice around staff and and different relationships, um, this is something that I almost always recommend. I had a call from a friend of mine who just acquired a company and they're having a bit of upset with some new clients. And I was like, have you done an expectation set up with your new clients about how you're different and how you operate differently to the company that you acquired them from? And he was like, uh, no, we didn't do that. And I was like, well, that might be a good idea. So in terms of how to do an expectation set up, you've got to get it very clear in your head what it is you want them to walk away thinking. So before you even sit with them, you like take a moment and write down what it is that you need them to walk away with thinking, knowing and feeling. And then make a note of anything that you want to communicate in that time. Um, And I've listed some things. Let me find it. I've actually listed some things that might help that to go over with a new staff member. So here we go. All right. So I suggest that the manager does the following. So when this comes to staff specifically, because you could do this with anyone, you could do it with a client, a romantic relationship, a friendship, whatever, but this is for a staff member. So I suggest, especially when you start with them new, or if they're recently new, you can still get away with it. Um, I suggest you go over the following with them. 
Number one, give them an everyday idea of what you expect from them. Be sure to include your hidden expectations you may have on how hard you want them to work, how often they should update you, how to approach a problem, how to escalate something to you, their start times, their finish times. Do you hate to be disturbed? Do you expect them to work late, etc., etc. This is important because a lot of new relationships fall down early on due to these not being shared. Number two, tell them what an ideal staff member does, how they think and the attitude they have. Actually tell them, be like, I'm going to tell you now what my ideal staff member looks like, what they sound like, what they do, and list everything that's included in that. Number three, tell them what kind of future you'd like them to have in your company if they do well in the role. So really share any sort of future ideas you have. Um, Of course, you can connect this to productivity. Don't be shy. I find that the more you talk about a future with a staff member, the more that they're going to think about a future with you. That helps with longevity, by the way. Next point is tell them what you need them to take off your plate and handle without your involvement. Be very upfront. Like, hey, I know that you're going to do your job well because I'm not going to need to be dealing with these types of emails anymore or I'm not going to be needing to handle this type of work because you're going to take this off my plate. One, two, three, four. What am I up to? Five. Okay, five. Tell them your management style and how you are as a manager. So be honest. You might be like, because I'm pretty, I can be pretty blunt as a manager. I'm always there if anyone wants to talk to me, but sometimes when I'm in the zone, I can be quite blunt. And I tell them that. And I say, look, don't take it personally. I am actually quite approachable. And, and you can always email me, call me, text me pretty much any hour of any day. Um, but just be honest with your style. Like if you're a macro manager, a micro manager, if you're a micro manager, just be like, look, I want you to take it off me, but it's going to take me a while to get used to it. So I'm probably going to be looking over your shoulder a bit. I'm very sorry, but I'm a control freak and I can't help it. You know, just be very honest. And then number six is tell them that you will need to be able to correct them on things as you go, that this can be awkward at first, but they'll get used to it. So ensure that they see in order for them to do well, you have to be able to correct them and train them. This is a super important point. People don't like being wrong. They don't like being told they're doing things wrong. They don't like being corrected. I find if you set it up at the start and you get their agreement to, like I personally tell my staff, I'm going to make them as brilliant as I possibly can. I'm going to make sure that you understand business, that you understand clients, how to do our specific job, recruitment, consulting, management. And I'm going to train you myself and I'm going to push you to be good. And sometimes you won't like it. Is, is this okay with you? And they always say yes. And there's been times where I've used that against them later, which sounds really awful, but like factual, like there'll be a time where something's not good enough. And I'll say, Hey, this standard's not good enough. And they'll be like, Oh, but this and that, like, I understand, you know, they'll have their reaction. I just go, look, I got it, but I promised you that I'd make you brilliant. And this is like a 70% and we we operate at 98 plus percent. So I'm just going to push you a little bit harder now. And I need you to, I need you to be better. And so if you don't, if you don't set this up now at the start of their relationship, it's going to be so much harder to correct them later on. So that's one of the most important things. Now in this meeting, right? So you've just gone over your key points. I also suggest you ask them the following question. So you've given your expectations, but you also need their expectations. So I suggest asking them the following, ask them, what do they need and want from you as a manager? Ask them how much time they need and want from you. Like some people are like, I'm going to need 10 hours a day. I'm going to need two hours a day. I just want to meet you once a week and I'm fine. If we have our monthly meeting, we'll be good. Like actually ask them because everyone's different. Ask them how they'd like to receive criticism and how they prefer you deliver it. This is also important because there are people who are super sensitive to criticism, but they claim they aren't. (laughs) 
like they think they're not and they're like no give it to me and then you give it to them and they're like yes but um and i didn't mean to it's not my fault so if you get this agreement at the start you say well you said you like it up front you like it blunt right and they say yes well i'm giving it to you 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 made a mistake with this client they called me and they said that they didn't like their experience with you you said you wanted it bluntly i don't know how else to deliver this and so it's really important that you get the way that they want to be criticized uh, right at the start ask them what they find most rewarding about their work that's just a nice a nice little icebreaker and it really gets you thinking about what they enjoy about their work ask them where they want to be in their career ask them what a bad manager is to them that can give you a lot of insight like yes you ask them what a good manager is or what they need and want from you as a manager but ask them what a bad manager is because they might list things that you're listening and you're like oh shit i do that <laughs> like they might be like i hate it when people email me outside of hours and you're sitting there like I do all my emails outside of hours. So you just got to be very upfront and really ask that from them. Um, Ask them who their favorite manager in the past was and why, and ask them for any hidden expectations they may have about managers or employers because staff have their own hidden expectations. Like, you know, managers should never email outside of hours or every week I'm going to get an update on what's going on or they're going to really share my wins with the group. When I achieve an outcome, they're going to share it with the whole company. Like you just trust me, you don't know and everyone's so different. So I hope this helps. I just find this very useful to prevent upset. This is a preventative measure. It's also, to be honest, a really lovely cultural building thing. Gives you a lot of like ammo to work with as well. It gives you stuff that you can do as a, as a manager or employer, and it, it gives you things that you can prevent or correct in them. And uh, I've just found it to be honestly the most invaluable lesson. And when you start hearing like your mates or any associates talk about their bad management experiences, ask them, did you sit down and go through that with them at the start? Did you actually share your expectations and get it from them? Because every time I've asked that question, it's been a no. So use it. If you want to let me know how you did, I'd love to hear from you. You can always email me. My email is marnie at talentx.com.au. That's M-A-R-N-I-E at talentx.com.au. I really want to see how you go. Let me know. Bye-bye.